Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on Audio Boom, the iTunes Store, and from BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and coming up on this week's show, we're going to be looking back at last week's results in league and in cup. We're also going to be joined by the head coaches at Dundee and at Sheffield. We're also going to be talking shot stopping with Glasgow's netminder Patrick Colleen, and we're going to be talking about the game down in the south with Slough Jets head coach Lucas Smittle. All of that and loads more on this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. everybody and welcome to this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. Uh, a big welcome one and all and a big thank you for tuning in week in, week out. Great listeners during our opening month of the show and we hope you're enjoying these weekly podcasts. Uh, don't forget as well, if you are enjoying them, please do rate us on the iTunes store and uh, all ratings around five or four stars are very much welcomed. Uh, but coming up on this week's show, it's very much a five-star guest lineup. We've got Omar Pasha joining us shortly from the Dundee Stars. Aaron Fox, Sheffield Steelers head coach, will be coming on the show. We're also going to be joined by netminder of the Glasgow clan, Patrick Colleen, and Lucas Smittle, head coach at the Slough Jets, will also be joining us. But a lot of action on the ice last weekend throughout British ice hockey. And for a roundup of all the results, on Tuesday, I caught up with BritishIceHockey.co.uk's very own Here's Craig Anderson. Uh, so, Craig, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, we're recording this on, on Tuesday morning. And uh, obviously, this evening, uh, the Championship Ice Hockey League is is back with us, uh, Belfast and, and Cardiff. Cardiff and, and Belfast have been juggling a lot of domestic fixtures recently, but it, it looks like both both are relishing the challenge. Yeah, definitely. You can tell from both coaches when they, they speak about these games, you know, it's certainly a, a big challenge for them. You know, they, they've got a fair idea now of what to expect, having played, you know, in, in previous games so um, you know domestic stuff out the way I think that they're kind of glad of the distraction it gives the fans something else to focus on as well and a chance to, to test themselves against real top quality opposition you know who, who can get excited for that especially if you're a player 
you know, you, you come to these teams, you know, the, the success they've got, that you want them to, to test themselves against that higher opposition. And, you know, with both teams playing Swedish opposition, SHL teams, my goodness, they're really in for a test. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to say about the the form heading into this. Obviously, it's it's carried on really. Uh, you you you're all aware of this now, dear listener. Some teams win a game and then lose a game, and uh, Belfast and Cardiff are, are no different. Uh, on Friday night, uh, Belfast Giants had a great win in the Elite Ice Hockey League against the Guildford Flames. Uh, Cardiff uh, beat the Manchester Storm on Saturday, also in the Elite Ice Hockey League. But then in the Challenge Cup, uh, Dundee Stars beat Belfast on on Saturday four three, and Cardiff were beaten by a Coventry on. Sunday by three goals to one. It's from my background in rugby league and and football. I, I, the schedule is very very challenging. I have to say, it definitely is. And you know, the, these two teams can certainly look back at the last month since they played the last EHL games, and you can tell there's frustration there. You know, the, the coaches demand more from, from these guys. Cardiff, if you look back over the last couple of years and the year since they've won the, the league title, they, they do start slow. It's not till sort of late November they start really kicking into gear. Um, and it looks like the same again uh, from the Devils. It maybe takes them a, a good few games to, to find their rhythm and, and start finding you know the, the results that they need that, that pushes them up to the top. As we've often said, Belfast are, are quite different. You know they, they won the league last year, but they've had to change a lot of their players. That's different to Cardiff. They've had a core of players now for the last four or five years. So now the Giants are really finding out about themselves and that the guys that they brought in over the summer to replace those who retired and moved on. And such like. So we should really start seeing the character of these teams over the next few weeks. But in the meantime, you know, it's still, you know, we could talk there about the CHL, but domestically, the one more from the guys, Adam Keith was on the Dundee Stars TV on Saturday following their defeat. And he's certainly expecting more from his players. I think, you know, it's a high caliber of player he's brought in for this year. Um, with the CHL in mind, obviously, and you know he's right to feel that little bit disappointed that you know they're not able to to build up those results. If you look at it; they've lost home and away to Dundee Stars in the Challenge Cup. They lost away to Five Flyers as well. Belfast, you would have expected to, dare I say, romp that uh, Challenge Cup group, and it's not quite worked out for them. You know he's right to want more from them. And uh, well, that's that's the uh, two teams who are in the CHL uh, for this season. Let's talk about uh, some other results from elsewhere, and uh, we might as well, Craig, start with uh, with the Glasgow clan. They've had a cracking weekend, uh, obviously beating the Manchester Storm on the road by four goals to one, and that three two against Fife on Saturday. Yeah, finally back home after five weeks on the road. Um, you know, I think Frank Fitzgerald called it character. Um, there's that word again. We, we spoke about that after the game on Saturday night. Um, it wasn't pretty at times. It wasn't the best Clan 5 game I've, I've ever seen, certainly. I had the, the pleasure of commentating on it. But they scraped out a result in that late, late goal from Mathieu right at the end, really lifted the roof off Brayhead Arena. The Clan fans love a victory over Fife. They got that. Fife, you know, Todd Duty, I'm reckoning that they, they controlled a large part of the game. I can see where he's coming from. I'm inclined to agree in certain certain respects. He reiterated that point again on, on Sunday after their defeat. So they're right to feel a bit disappointed. They have Challenge Cup hopes hanging by a thread now. They're hoping, um, weirdly enough, that Glasgow Clan can do them a favour when they play Belfast this week. Um, so for, for the Clan that's who we're talking about, of course, to get those two wins again, that makes it six in a row and another four-point weekend, although the points were shared between the Challenge Cup and the league. Zachary Sherrill summed it up perfectly with a tweet late on Sunday night, Monday morning. I don't know if it was beer involved when he tweeted it. All he simply said was, hockey is fun. And he's right. Hockey is fun. 
It is fun. Uh, it's certainly been fun for Dundee as well. I mean, we talked about Dundee's 4-3 win over Belfast on Saturday in the Challenge Cup. And Dundee beat Fife on Sunday on the road uh, by four goals to three as well. So, certainly been fun and interesting uh, for, for Dundee. Whether, whether the head coach is happy with closing hours like that, I don't know. But certainly very entertaining, that's for sure. Well, I wrote in the, the Monday After blog on Monday, funnily enough, about just how good Dundee have been this year. And, and I actually put a question out on Twitter on Sunday asking the Dundee fans, you know, how is this team different from last year? What's going right for them this year? What's better for them? And, you know, from the majority of the answers I got, and I got quite a good response from them, so thanks for that, was the fact they've got a better netminder for one. We've spoke about Alex Leclerc yeah. in the past. Um, they've got more speed going forward. They've got proven um, points, players as well, guys that can put up the points. They're certainly doing that. Kevin DeFour is one such player who's been in, in great form. He scored three goals over the two games. That takes him to 15 points in 12 games so far. Um, you know, they're, they're through to the Challenge Cup instead of scraping through last year. They've actually gone through quite well with a, with a game to spare. So it all seems to be good in Dundee when you watch the interviews with Omar Pasha. You know, last year I said this in the blog. Dundee were, went through a phase they were losing a lot of games in the overtime and, and uh, penalty shots. Excuse me, and what would happen? You know, they'd get the point from that, but it was still a loss, and you could you could see the disappointment in Omar's face. We'd actually want to reach into the screen and give him a hug, but now you, you see the smile. Now he's so proud of this team right now and what they're doing. Whether they can keep it going through the, the remainder of the season, who knows? Their main aim is to reach the playoffs this year. They've missed it the last two years. If they get into the playoffs this year, I think that would be a success. But what's happening in the Challenge Cup right now is extraordinary for Dundee and the fans are right to, to enjoy every minute of it. Yes, absolutely. And Omar, you don't you don't have to feel uh, sad to have a hug. If you want a hug, just get in touch and we'll give you a hug. Isn't that right, Craig? doesn't matter if you Absolutely. My wife, tells me, my wife tells me I'm good with a hug, but I may need to get a permission <laughs> first. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, it's a good weekend as well. Uh, as well as being a good weekend for Dundee, it was a great weekend for the Sheffield Steelers. Has it finally clicked? Uh, two victories over the Nottingham Panthers, uh, the Sunday night one after a shootout. So uh, has it finally clicked, do you think, at the Steelers? It could be. They've made a couple of changes to their team. Um, they brought in Lucas Sandstrom. He was one player who came in recently to replace Martin St-Pierre, who, who, on the face of it, disappointed um, for, for a guy with a, with a big resume. But yeah, they needed that. I've, I've said for weeks it's maybe taken a few more weeks than it would like for Sheffield Steelers to click together. But, you know, a big motivation in beating the Nottingham Panthers. That's their big rivals, of course. Um, one well-known Sheffield Steelers media man refers to them as the enemy. I don't know, that's maybe a little bit strong, but um, it means a lot to them. You know, they, they want to win these games. They, there's the bragging rights, just to, like it is with McLaren and Fife as well. Um, so, yeah, I think Aaron Fox would be right to um, to be very pleased with that. The two victories, as you say, the shootout one, especially at home, you know, Panthers would have been hurt after losing at home on Saturday again. Um, so to go to Sheffield and, and just miss out on penalty shots would be greatly disappointing, especially when you consider they were 3-1 up um, mm. in the third period and then Sheffield turned it around, John Armstrong with two goals and then Anthony, Anthony DeLuca with the, the crucial decisive penalty shot. But the, the Steelers fans, this could be the, this could be the, build, the building block um, you know, Aaron Fox has always said it, you know, if his team's up there with Cardiff and Belfast, that's success for them this year. This has got to be a building block. They've got to push on from here now, and, and if it really means that they have to to just follow on with with more results and, and big performances coming up. 
Uh, we've only there's only one other result we've not mentioned yet, and that was uh, Coventry Blaze's defeat at the Guildford Flames. Uh, Guildford four, Coventry Blaze two. Uh, Coventry Blaze, obviously, as we said earlier, bouncing back on Sunday, beating the Cardiff Devils uh, by three goals to one. So those are all the results from last weekend. Um, <clears throat> we're about to enter a bit of a period here where we've got some midweek games as well in the Challenge Cup, uh, but we'll just focus on the Saturday game. Uh, just one Saturday game coming up uh, in the Challenge Cup: Glasgow Clan against the Belfast Giants. Uh, looking forward to this one. I am, yeah, Clan Belfast games are usually very good. I think the last time Giants came to Glasgow, they were on the wrong end of a 5-0 drubbing. Clan were excellent that night. Um, so certainly the home fans will be looking for, for something similar, especially with the run the Clan are on at the moment. Um, but no, it's the first of a doubleheader. They've got the Challenge Cup on Saturday, then it's league points that are up for grabs on Sunday. And if Clan can get four points from this weekend, my goodness, it'll not only um, keep that feel-good factor going. Clan would actually also equal um, a, a record in terms of consecutive wins as well, which stands at eight. Um, but that's maybe looking a little bit too far in the future at the moment. One game at a time is always the mantra I hear. So, coming to Belfast, a big challenge. Depends how Belfast get on in the CHL, of course, as we record this. That game's not been played yet. But uh, one to look forward to. I think that's, that's one that could stick out. Uh, Cardiff will be taking on uh, the Dundee Stars on Thursday as well in the in the Elite League. Uh, on Saturday, it's Guildford against the Panthers, uh, Storm against the Blaze, Fife against Sheffield, and on Sunday, as you mentioned there, Craig, uh, Glasgow against Belfast. But we've also got Dundee against the Sheffield Steelers, Coventry Blaze against Cardiff, and Fife against Nottingham. Um, so it's all the games are coming thick and fast now. And what do you make of the the standings in both the Challenge Cup and the Elite Ice Hockey League at this early stage? It's too early to tell, but it seems like the majority of the league have got something to offer, that's for sure. Well, if you look at the, the Elite League table as it stands, you've got Clan out on their own on top with 10 points, and then you look at the rest of it, and there's only one word to describe it, bonkers. <laughs> um, Cardiff are in second place on six points, Fife in third with six, Sheffield with six, and then down at the bottom, Manchester with four, um, and Guildford just above them with four. Two points separating basically nine teams, and that is incredible. But yet, as you rightly say, Ben, it's, it's very early in the season. That'll all sort itself out in the fullness of time. But just looking at that right now, it's just crazy. <laughs> it really is. And speaking of which, uh, just a quick mention uh, for the National Ice Hockey League, uh, the National Division, uh, the Sheffield Steel Dogs have opened up a, a bit of a gap uh, to the rest of the division now. Uh, a 4-3 win over Basingstoke on Sunday and a great win, uh, a, a great uh, 5-0 win at Milton Keynes uh, for the Steel Dogs. So certainly been a good weekend for them. Telford came on the show last weekend and uh, they won their only game of the weekend in the league uh, by six goals to five against Hull so just a reminder head coaches you can come on the show and it doesn't affect the league form the following week so that's good um, Swindon are also on eight points they've had uh, but they were beaten uh, by the Raiders of Romford by five goals to four that follows up a 5-0 win against Bracknell uh, so a mixed bag uh, there for the Swindon Wildcats um, but it's it is very very competitive uh, that's for sure it certainly is, and you know, Steel Dogs out in their own at the, the top there, two points ahead of Telford and Swindon, as you mentioned. One player who's, who's come into a bit of form, Vladimir Luka, who got four goals over the course of the weekend, that takes him to 12 points already, so he's, he's clearly a pivotal player for, for Ben Morgan in, in that, that run at the moment. At the other end of the table, you know, Hull down there, that's a bit disappointing from them. Hull, of course, were the, the North 1 uh, winners last year, so they'll be a little bit concerned, but again, they're only four points behind Sheffield at the top, so, you know, a couple of wins and they're back up there, you know. Milton Keynes Lightning, a little bit concerning, see them only three points from their five games so far. A lot of transition, of course, they've come down from the Elite League, so but you know, you, you would think they were maybe a little bit higher than that in the 
league, of course, at the very bottom. I think Sam Zajag's already looking at bringing in more players. It's been quite disappointing from their point of view so far. And we're only weeks away from them going home and starting their their life in their own rink. So, you know, it's so much to play for right now. And if those teams run about the bottom start picking up points, we could see that that, that league get a lot more closer. Yes, absolutely. And uh, just before you go, Craig, just a quick mention uh, for BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Um, you've been trolling the tweets uh, this past week as well. So you got Tweet of the Week and uh, you've been speaking with Adam Keefe as well about uh, the Euro distractions and, and loads of other features as well on the website. Yeah, just loads to come as always. Um, we're trying to get as much on there as we can, other projects aside and everything else. But uh, yep, as always, British Ice Hockey keeps us busy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> BritishIceHockey.co.uk's very own Craig Anderson there speaking to me on Tuesday. And as you would have heard there as well, I was a bit poorly early in the week. But don't worry, I'm okay now. That's the most important thing uh, as we record this show, uh, this bit of the show on Thursday. As we were discussing there, uh, Belfast and Cardiff were both in CHL action on Tuesday night. Uh, firstly, the Cardiff Devils travelled to Gothenburg and were beaten uh, by defending champions for Lunda, who really did show why they are the defending champions. The match in the end finished 9-2 uh, two for Lunda Indians and uh, the two go back head-to-head next Tuesday. But next up for the Devils, they'll be in domestic action. It's back to league matters on Thursday night as they'll be hosting the Dundee Stars. And on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach of the Dundee Stars. Here's Omar Pasha. Uh, well, Omar, big thank you for joining us. And uh, what a fantastic weekend uh, for the Dundee Stars in the Challenge Cup. Uh, how was the weekend for you? Uh, obviously, uh, it was good. Obviously, with two wins, uh, I think the guys played a solid game at home on the Saturday. It was a good hockey game to watch. It was a, it, to be involved in. It felt like a, it felt like kind of a semi-playoff atmosphere because uh, obviously Belfast wanted to win and us, you know, at home and we wanted to make an impact and, you know, officially qualify for the Challenge Cup phase. And you know, after the win with a bit of help, we were we were already first. And then uh, obviously Sunday we solidified uh, first place in uh, the whole phase. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the, the Challenge Cup's been very, very good for Dundee this season. I mean, just, just the one defeat thus far. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, we started off really well against Glasgow that first weekend. And then, uh, you know, we, we had mixtures of uh, season games. And then um, I think I think it was a combination of a few things. Uh, I remember we lost to Fife and... You know, we went through, a, I think, a four-game losing streak, and then we lost to Nottingham and, and Sheffield in overtime, and then we had a good talk. We we came back to, we, you know, we established a few things that we wanted to get better at in practice and moving forward there, and uh, we had a, our game against Belfast, and we did really well, and since that instant, I mean, we've won uh, our both games against Belfast and obviously our game against Fife. Yes, and uh, obviously we spoke uh, just at the start of the season back in, in early September and about about the season ahead. I mean, gen- yeah. generally, how's the season gone thus far, do you feel? I mean, it's been good. I mean, it's hard to always distinct both. I mean, obviously in the Challenge Cup, we're 5-1. and one. The league, we're 2-3-1. and one. Uh, Right now, I'd like to see more of them adding both up because that's a bit, I think, realistic to where we are. So, you know, obviously three games over 500, so... We're doing uh, we're doing things good, but again, it's a process for every team. Every team wants to get better, and what I like about our team is, uh, you know, we started off really hot against Glasgow, and um, you know, we dipped down, and it wasn't necessarily of of our um, 
process. It was more maybe the reality of how hard the league is going to be. And uh, since then, uh, since again, the four game losing streak, I think we took some tr tremendous strides. And uh, I think we're playing some, some good hockey, but we got to just keep moving and keep improving. Now, all good teams are, are built on, on a solid defence, and in particular, a good goalie also helps. And uh, how, how good's Alex Leclerc been in this opening month? I mean, so far, he's, he's good. I mean, um, you know, there are games that I wish we were able to limit a bit of the scoring chances, especially, you know, the games where we conceded 5-6. Uh, and I remember even in Guilford, well, Guilford, we pulled him after six. So he's been he's been great so far. And uh, I, I still think he's got more to show as well, So which is really exciting for us as a team because, uh, you know, we value him so much. And, uh, yeah, he's got a great start to this season. But, again, I mean, you look at it two ways. You had a great Challenge Cup phase, and now uh, – now we're focusing on the league and hopefully we can make some uh, some noise as well in the league phase. Uh, two two league matches then this this week, uh, starting on Thursday as well, obviously the Cardiff Devils. Uh, how difficult is that in, in preparation terms? Well, um, you know, obviously midweek is, is going to be the first time we play a midweek game, so it's going to be an adjustment. But for us, we had a long trip um, in Guildford a few weeks back where, uh, you know, we arrived just before the warm-up. So we're making sure that you know, we're prepared for that long journey. For us, Cardiff is the second longest after Guildford. So we're, we want to make sure, uh, you know, off the bus, we're ready to go from the start because that's uh, that's something that we really want to value ourselves as a club is to make sure we're we're as effective on the road. And you look in the Challenge Cup, we won all our, our road games. So we want to kind of translate that into the season. And in the season, we're 0-2 on the road. So we want to kind of get back to winning ways on the road and, you know, obviously Cardiff is, uh, as everybody knows, a, a very, very tough challenge. So uh, it'll be a good game and uh, we're just preparing for that. Yeah, I was going to say about um, on the road, because obviously I think if, if, if whoever cracks on the road this season in the league will certainly do very well because the, the inconsistencies of home results versus away results across the division is, is, is pretty apparent, isn't it? I mean, it is, it is a tough task going home and away in quick succession the way teams do in this league. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, we, we faced it a few weeks back where we had uh, Guildford travel to us and then we traveled to... Guildford and I felt like the first night we were the way better team and then I thought the second night were they were the the better team so I think both teams are adjusting obviously to long trips with their new teams and it's the same for us so we we want to value these road games as you know even more of a of a challenge and uh, you know we're on the road it's it's always a bit tougher but we really want to make sure this year we we get as many road wins as we can because we feel like we're a good team at home. But you don't have to worry about that on, on Sunday because you're back at the Dundee Ice Arena. And it's a huge game, this one, against the Sheffield Steelers. Uh, look, looking forward to that one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, last time we played Sheffield, it was a really tight game. I thought um, I thought uh, at, at points during the game, they had a bit of control. And then, you know, by the end of the second, we capitalized on our power plays. And in the third period, we were by far the better team. And it was an unfortunate result. So we're looking forward to, to seeing Sheffield on on Sunday, obviously, the, everybody knows, uh, you know, they have some highly skilled guys and um, and we have to make sure we contain them because last time we didn't do a great job allowing six goals. But uh, but again, they're, they're seeing us maybe at a different point in our season and that's what's going to vary a lot in the season and, and form with different teams, right? I, I think some teams will be hot at times and I think other teams will be hot at times. And I think the, the most successful teams is the teams that are able to build consistency and 
built, uh, you know, string in some some results for five, six, seven games in a row. And uh, obviously, like we touched upon here, um, travelling up and down the country week in, week out, and obviously do very, very well in the Challenge Cup. Are you enjoying the season, Omar, so far? Yeah, so far it's uh, it's been good. I mean, uh, there's obviously uh, challenges everywhere, but, uh, you know, for every team. But for us, uh, the recruitment, I, I like where we are with the the personnel. I, I like the, the atmosphere in the room. And, uh, you know, again, it's a tough league. It's a tough challenge every year for us, you know, to compete against against every team and um i think we've we've made tremendous strides this off season so we're really looking forward to building the building uh with our early success i guess with the challenge cup and to translating that to the league but uh obviously an exciting season coming up omar pasha there head coach of the dundee stars speaking to me on Thursday and a busy weekend ahead uh, for both Dundee and the Cardiff Devils. As we were discussing earlier, uh, Cardiff were in CHL action on Tuesday night, as were the Belfast Giants, and they too were playing against Swedish opposition as they were beaten uh, by former champions Luleå uh, of Sweden on Tuesday night. 6-3 was the final score. The Belfast Giants will be next in action at the Glasgow clan. And speaking of the Glasgow clan, as we were discussing uh, with Craig at the start of the show, Patrick Colleen, the netminder for Glasgow clan, had an amazing weekend. He's been given uh, Player of the Week uh, by the Elite League website. He stopped 95.45% of the 66 shots he faced last weekend in clan's two wins uh, against the Storm and the Five Flyers. Certainly an amazing weekend. And on Thursday after Afternoon, I caught up with the man himself. Here's Patrick Colleen. I thought it was, was uh, pretty solid. I, I felt pretty good. Uh, I think the team played great in front of me. Going into the game against Fife, we um, we got better as the game went on. And then Manchester, I think we started off really strong for a road game. Uh, Manchester had some good pushback in the second and third, but we were right there to stay up with it. And, um, you know, I think they made it easy for me. I mean that game against Fife. Firstly, I mean uh, I think I'm right in saying you've you played a lot of games on the road in the in the early stage of the season due to arena availability and that. So uh, how how good was it to be playing a match back back at uh, at, at Brayhead? Uh, it, it was pretty great. <laughs> I think the best part was uh, the morning when we didn't have to go anywhere. We had a nice morning skate at our own rink, and then you know getting to spend the day like you normally would of a home game and getting there at a normal time and then all that stuff doing exactly what you want to do and then obviously having it sold out and our incredible fan base there supporting us was was pretty good and then I think motivated us uh, as the game went on to keep pushing I mean, we do, we've obviously discussed um, the, the the various league forms of of a lot of the teams, and and you know how difficult it has been to to get a sense of rhythm and all that. But as as things stand in the elite ice hockey league, Glasgow Clan uh, are leading the way, and and considering how many matches you you played on the road, um, that that's quite astonishing, really. I mean, what what are the challenges uh, of of having a whole month essentially uh, playing away, 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 away? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's it's not too too bad, but it's definitely different. Um, I, our unique thing was that we couldn't even practice in our own ring, so we were driving forty five minutes to an hour um, for the last month and a bit uh, to practice every day. So it, it was it makes it a little bit longer. I think sitting in the car to go to practice and sitting in the bus to go to games is a little bit tougher in your body. Don't exactly get to warm up exactly how you'd like to. Um, 
really, I think the guys responded well. It was a great opportunity for us to spend some time together, whether it was in someone's car on the way to practice or busting to games. Um, but I think in the long run, it'll help us out, um, you know, just being able to get comfortable with each other and have some fun on the bus and put some wins together. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, like you said, it's an opportunity to bond, really, isn't it? That's 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 been the plus side, and uh, certainly, you know, like like we've touched upon with the Fife result and uh, and the Manchester Storm result as well over over the past weekend. To get back to back wins like that, that that must be good for morale. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the back to back wins have been coming for a couple of weeks now, and uh, and then it, it doesn't really get old. And I think once you do it, uh, you don't want to stop. It's just a lot more fun to win. That's what the game's about. So. I think you know our goal right now is to not get too high, um, you know, based on a good start, but to continue to try and improve. Every other team in the league is going to improve as this year goes on, so we can't get complacent at all. And, and you know, we just need to keep our foot on the gas. And uh, how are you enjoying life at Glasgow? Obviously, last season you're at Milton Keynes, um, but uh, this season it's it's very much a, a, a different feel. So, so how how are you finding Glasgow this season? Uh, I've been loving it. It definitely rains a lot. I'm looking out the window at a little bit of rain right now. <laughs> yes, but it's been it's been terrific. I mean, it's a great fan base. It's a it's a great arena. It's a great organization. We have a really really good group of guys. Uh, my family and I are very comfortable here. There's lots to see and do, and, and short drives to really nice parts of Scotland that everything has a little bit uh, different to offer. So. Oh, I think it's been a really, really great experience so far, and, and looking forward to you know working for the rest of the year. And uh, a, a double header this weekend uh, with Belfast uh, is is on the horizon. Uh, one game in the Challenge Cup, uh, one game in the league. Um, the games against Glasgow and Belfast very, very good affairs in the in the past. I mean, looking forward to these games. Yeah, very much so. Um, Belfast is a very, very good team. It's coming off a Champions League game, so they're going to be. We're at their highest level, and we're going to have to find a way to match that. Um, you know, I think the goal for us is to dictate the play since we're playing at home. You know, we want them to respond to the way we're playing instead of vice versa. So, I think it's going to be good. They're a fun team to play against. They have tons of skill. It's good goaltending. Um, so, hopefully, it'll be a nice little battle. Patrick Killeen there, netminder for the Glasgow clan. And as well as Glasgow clan having back-to-back wins last weekend, so did the Sheffield Steelers. They took on the Nottingham Panthers in a bit of a Challenge Cup doubleheader. They beat them away on Saturday and they beat them at home on Sunday. The one on Sunday, incidentally, was after a shootout. So certainly a good weekend for the South Yorkshire Club. And on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach at the Sheffield Steelers. Here's Aaron Fox. Well, Aaron, a big thank you for joining us and uh, a big congratulations for, for a fantastic weekend uh, for the Steelers. Uh, how was it? Yeah, I mean, anytime you play Nottingham with the, the derby that the two clubs have and, and you get a couple wins is, is obviously great for us as a group and, and the organization and the fans. And uh, a good shootout win as well at, uh, at home on Sunday night. Uh, how, how was that one for your nerves? Yeah, well, I mean, we were down 3-1 with five and a half minutes to go in that hockey game and, and Army scores a shorthanded goal. And then another one late to tie it up. And then, you know, they had a power play in the in the overtime as well. Our kill our kill was really good all weekend long. Um, and then we were fortunate enough for, for Deluxe and Valley there to, to get a couple in the shootout. It was great. Good win. And obviously, that's that, those are two wins in, in the Challenge Cup. Uh, that sees you top of your group. Um, how, how important has this weekend been for the season overall? I know it's very early days, but I mean, that does put you in a good spot when it comes to the Challenge Cup, that's for sure. Yeah, and we had, we had you know, we had lost a few in a row there 
you know, the weekend before, I, I actually thought we played really, really well against Cardiff on Sunday. And they ended up scoring a power play goal with six minutes left to, to win that game 3-2. So we're trending in the right direction. You know, that was a big test for us. That Cardiff game, we saw that we could hang right in them. I think we outshot them and outchanced them. So, you know, we didn't get the result we were wanted the weekend before, but I think that kind of led into the type of weekend that we were going to have against Nottingham. So it was good to see. We have seen uh, throughout the start of this this opening month, you know, a, a lot of inconsistencies with, with a lot of teams, certainly going home, going away. So it's always very difficult to get any sense of rhythm and, and that kind of thing. I mean, what, what's your sense on, on the start of the season more generally for, for the Steelers? Yeah, it's like you said, it's been a little bit up and down. Obviously, when you have 14 new players coming in, there's going to be a little bit of, you know, a period there where you need to get playing the right way, figure out what your identity is. And then we've we've been hit really hard with the injury bug, too. You know, Aaron Johnson, six weeks. Jonas Lubing, six weeks. Aaron Brocklehurst, our second weekend, he took one upper body injury and had been playing at 50 to 60 percent. And we gave him the weekend off last weekend. So it's, you know, dealing with a little bit of adversity here early in the year is never a bad thing. It allows some guys, you know, to get some ice time who maybe, you know, were down on the pecking order to start the year. And Cole Schroeder had a really nice weekend for us. Eric Milan has stepped in and played really, really well on offense and defense for us when we've needed them. So it's all positive right now. It's it's always easier after you have a good weekend and a, a couple of good wins. But we're focused on uh, Fife and Dundee here. We need a we need a big road weekend for us now. I was going to mention Valorant and uh, you know he's 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 certainly hit the the ice running, hasn't he? Certainly, I mean he's been he's been superb in this opening month. Yeah, Valley's been excellent. Um, you know his skating, his skating and conditioning kind of sets him apart. He plays with a ton of pace and he's hard to handle. So he's he's had a good start. He he probably could have ten more goals. That's how many chances he's had. It's crazy the amount of offense he's. He's generating and, you know, hasn't really been rewarded. So it's he'll have a big year, that's for sure. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you mentioned that the, the home support there and, and that win over, over Nottingham on, on Sunday. The attendances, I mean, you've, you've come from Croatia, a, a sizable club uh, over on the continent, that's for sure. But the Sheffield Steelers, you know, over uh, averaging 6,000 a game, it's, it's pretty good stuff, isn't it? No, unbelievable. The Orange Army is, you know, I mean, there's... You see orange everywhere around here, even even in the city. Very passionate fans. Um, you know they're expecting us to have success, and we we had we hadn't played the greatest at home. So I think that that comeback win against Nottingham was really big for our group, big for the organization, and the fans loved it. Obviously, it was it was a lot of fun on Sunday. We got to get back to being a, a better home hockey team. That's for sure. And uh, how, how are you settling in? Obviously, you came in towards the end, the end of last season. You've you've you you've had to hit the ground running as well. And uh, when it comes to recruitment and 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 getting to grips with with the squad, how are you settling in? Yeah, I think pretty good. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed my summer here. It was nice to be on the ground with with the ownership and um, you know, recruiting wise. I, I think we've done a a pretty good job. Obviously, nothing's ever perfect in this business. Um, Fourteen new players. You know, there's for the majority of the recruitment, I think what went really, really well, obviously a, a move was made early on here with Martin St. Pierre and we brought in Lucas Sandstrom. We just felt like, you know, we, we needed to get a little bit grittier and a little bit better defensively in our forward group and made that decision. And then, um, you know, we brought in uh, a good Czech defenseman and Merrick Tronchinski because of the injury cover for Aaron and, and Jonas and, you know, it's a, a lot of moving parts, but 
you know, we're, 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 I think we're getting there and I think we're, we're starting to figure out exactly what team, what kind of team we need to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's very early days, like, like we touched upon here, but I mean, you could be forgiven to, for saying it could be a transitional season for, for Sheffield, but it doesn't sound like that that's, that's going to meet your expectations this year. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, we're not looking at this as a tr- transitional season, you know, ownership kind of gave me the green light to, to make the team my own over, over the summer. Um, felt like, I did the best I could with that and, and like our group that we have in here and we're expecting, you know, I think everyone in our room, the coaches room are expecting to, to win and, and not, not being competitive until April you know, is, is won't, won't be acceptable. And uh, obviously then uh, immediate uh, matters uh, this weekend, uh, you touched upon it briefly, but uh, you're off up north uh, to take on Fife and, and Dundee. Um, I mean, the, the travelling doesn't stop. I'm assuming you're not coming back uh, on Saturday night. I'm assuming you're going to be staying in Scotland. So uh, what's, what's preparations like heading into these two big matches in Scotland? Yeah, we've had a couple of good days of training now this week. Um, we'll get one more in us tomorrow and then head up to, to Fife early on Saturday, sleep up there. Saturday night and then obviously Sunday on Sunday. So, um, you know, typical, we, we do our pre-scout of the opponents. We'll, we'll have the guys ready to go that way. And, uh, we've had a good week of practice. So it's, these are two huge games for us. We gotta, we gotta stay in the race here early on with, with the points in the league and, you know, with those cup games mixed in there, everyone's kind of played a different amount of games and, but it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting schedule, and uh, it's a little bit different for me. Obviously, the regular season being so important, um, you know, normally you're trying to build your team out and, and plateau later on in the year. But here, you know, you got to be ready. These these are the types of weekends that can win or lose you the championship. So it's two huge games for us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you enjoying it? It sounds like you are. No, absolutely. Like I, I can't. And there's zero to complain about. Organization is run top top notch. I've been in many different leagues and this is as, as good as it gets. So, um, you know, really happy with the situation. Obviously would have liked to get off to a little bit better start. I felt like there's a couple games there early on where we actually deserve better and the result didn't come our way. Um, but that happens and, you know, we'll find, we'll find a way forward here. Aaron Fox there, head coach of the Sheffield Steelers, speaking to us here on the British Ice Hockey Podcast. That's nearly it for this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast, but just enough time to continue our look at the divisions below the Elite Ice Hockey League. And this week, we're looking at South 1. And in particular, the Slough Jets. Obviously, the Slough Jets had a cracking season last year, winning uh, both their division and the National Championship in the National Ice Hockey League 2. And currently, the Slough Jets are leading their division, currently two points clear of Streatham. And uh, on Thursday, I caught up with the head coach at the Slough Jets. Here's Lucas Smittle. You know, we had, uh, to be fair, we had some tough games early on in the season. Uh, we've done really well. We, uh, I'm happy with squad, with with guys, the way they... Uh, Buying into stuff, the way uh, we execute things, and just overall feeling is really good. And uh, most importantly, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it, it looks like a lot of fun, certainly with the not just at the Slough Jets, but but the league more generally. There's goals flying in all over the place in the in the Southern One section. I mean, what, what have you made the, of the Division Eight games? In well, the, the games we've played, obviously, uh, you know, these these divisions uh, uh, different uh, to National League. There's a uh, you know, you got Stratham, who's who's really strong, and and you can see the difference. Uh, you can see the uh, difference in uh, in level of playing, level of thinking, the movement, the discipline, and everything else. So uh, I think it's early on as well. There's been few uh, few games where 
defense wasn't very strong in certain games I've seen. But uh, as the season goes on, I think teams going to slowly tie, tighten up and uh, and hopefully it's going to be, uh, well, I suppose fans love it uh, to see a lot of games. Uh, but us as a coach, you don't really, uh, you don't really keen to have a high scoring game. Like we said uh, last season, um, you know, you, you won the, the national championships as well as division winners, of course. Um, so yeah. what was your target setting into the season for what, what Slough could, could achieve? To be fair, because we moved up or, or stayed at level uh, where we were and it, it kind of converted to NHL and IHL one, our plan was to make a playoff and, and still, still in a, you know, it's still our goal. We don't have a, any uh, big, big aspirations. Uh, I'm trying to teach players to be always uh, modest, always work hard. And uh, if you do those things, good things happen. And this is what exactly happened to us last year. We were just, uh, you know, thinking game by game, staying focused, being uh, being down to earth. And that's our philosophy. So whatever season brings will be great. But uh, our, our, our main objective is to make a playoffs. And uh, you've been head coach at Slough now for, for a couple of seasons. How are you enjoying life yeah. at the club as the, as the head coach? Ah, it's a breath of fresh air, to be fair. I was uh, <clears throat> I was in the other club for, for a long time, but uh, I never realised how much uh, how much freedom and how much I can uh, actually uh, focus on, on the game in Slough, uh, you know, without any uh, distractions uh, involved hockey at, uh, in this country. You don't know once you're in it, once you step out of it, uh, uh, you see it from the outside, and it, it was nothing but enjoyable and uh, absolutely uh, loving my time at Slough. I'm, I'm trying to give uh, uh, or trying to teach everyone uh, as much as I can what I've learned, what I've what I've seen from other coaches, what I've developed myself, uh, and so so bring it on to them to give them that opportunity. I'm not shy to give them opportunities neither. Uh, hence why we didn't go with any imports this year. Uh, so so we got more spots for. Uh, for British talent and trying to trying to utilize all the players, so we always have four lines. Uh, how much ice time they get or they don't, it's obviously different. Everyone needs to earn it and 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 go step by step. But uh, but that, that that's our that's our main main objective. To, uh, in my my own philosophy is uh, if I could play a little bit hockey, why can't I teach the other kids to play the same? You know, or be as close as I was and. Uh, uh, I don't see why not, and I'll try to do my best uh, uh, to help and achieve these kind of things. Yes, absolutely. And obviously, you've been around the, the British game a, a, a lot longer than you've been head coach at Slough. You know, you've got a relationship with Guildford yeah. and, and uh, Bratnell, of yeah. course. Um, so, um, what, what's your take on, on how the British game is, is developing? Because, you know, the, the, the national team seems to be doing quite well, and, and we've seen what Cardiff and Belfast have been up to in Europe. Yes, so, uh, what, what's your take on that side of I, things? I think Elite League is progressing. Uh, there is definitely progressing, but other other leagues, uh, you know, other game is stood still. From my own own perspectives, uh, no matter how good you are, but last year I was 45 years old. I should have no reason, or there should be no reason for me to be one of the top players in in uh, British British game. No chance. And uh, I think that's that's where we struggle a little bit. We uh, uh, we kind of running running in the circles. There's much more it could be done for for these young lads and structures and uh, everything around it, different programs, different fitness programs. Uh, and uh, that's what I see personally. That's what we're trying to kind of change in Slough or trying to move with the world. You know, the, the game is played different way nowadays. Game is based on fitness. And that's where we struggle massively. Uh, not many people know about this part of part of the game and, 
and you can see the difference in a little league because all these boys uh, came from uh, uh, big leagues and they've played at certain level and they know how much uh, importance. And you can see once they, you know, some teams playing uh, in uh, championships league and and they they definitely having great results there. Yes. So uh, so elite league, I'm. Uh, yeah, to be fair, I'm not involved in elite league, but I'm watching it, and uh, they definitely improve. And it's uh, it's different. I, I I wish we would uh, improve as a nation, and and that that has an impact on the national level. Yes. Uh, GB obviously they made it to the to the top level. They struggled there, but you know what? Credit to all, all these boys that they they didn't get relegated, and and they know what they're gonna get next year. And uh, but mostly, well, all of the boys are pretty much from elite league. Uh, set up so i wish someone would try to uh, maybe work with elite league teams and and uh, get some kind of uh like proper affiliation and and set up so these young young british lads actually have uh they, they see the uh light at the end of the tunnel as well so they know they got the chance and they've been brought up well the uh it, it's all chain reaction if, if someone does it uh, next people follow and then it goes to other clubs and then it ended up in NIHL 1 where we are you know so uh, and we have to react to it to follow up otherwise we're going to get buried That that's my view but yeah. you know again I'm not I'm, uh, I'm just a coach <laughs> <laughs> no I was going to say you're a healthy 45 year old though to be fair um, but I was, I was going to say I mean it's been a cracky start to the season and uh, Oxford City Stars on, on Sunday but home game against Invicta on, on Saturday yeah. um, looking forward to that yeah, uh, obviously, you know, every game we, we go into, we, uh, we try and have some fun, you know, that's, that we try and have some fun, be positive and, and, and just enjoy the ride. You know, all these guys know, I've been telling them many times, you never know when it ends. So, uh, if you approach it this way, it's always easier to win hockey games. Uh, no stress, no, we got no pressure, we got no, no budget, we got no sponsors. We just there on our own. So, uh, so that that makes a difference as well. It's it's a lot of fun, and uh, we're just gonna take it as it goes. And uh, I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna get results. Lucas Smittle there, the head coach of the Slough Jets, speaking to us here on the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition. Remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest goings-on from the world of British Ice Hockey by visiting the website BritishIceHockey.co.uk. But that's it for this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. I've been Ben, and wherever you're going this weekend to cheer on your British Ice Hockey side, make sure that you have fun. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.